Welcome to Lunch and Lead Gen Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Sue Dayhill, a founder of Work Smarter Digital. In this podcast, I interview successful business owners that have figured out their lead generation systems that bring them steady and predictable revenue, which is so important. And what do I mean by lead generation? It, it is how your business attracts new leads, nurtures them, and converts them into paying clients. So let's meet our guest today, Jennifer Crawford. She is co-founder of Sparent. And Sparent is a virtual assistant agency where they run with a team of stay-at-home moms that are amazing. And Jennifer is what I call the the virtual assistant talent matchmaker. (laughs) So Jennifer, are you ready to share some of the behind the scenes of your lead generation system? Yes, I am an open book. (laughs) Let's let's do this. I I I fear that I will only disappoint you, Mary. <laughs> I'm sure you won't. We'll start easy. So, are you a dog or a cat person? Dog. Uh, me too. Okay. Yeah. The other two people were like both, and I was like, really? Can you be both? I suppose you can. <laughs> I think you can, but I think you you have to lean towards one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, Tell us one thing that is the most difficult about being a business owner. And you've been a business owner a long time in different um, businesses. You're a serial entrepreneur. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, this answer, I think, changes day to day. Um, but I was trying to think of, of this just sort of holistically. Like, And for me, I think there are two things that I, that I always have to be very aware of and cognizant of. And one is... Being able to let control, let go of control in your business, you know, let go of ownership of everything uh, because you need to delegate in order to grow and scale. So that's a big one for me and also a lot of the why behind Sparrow. Um, and the second is as a as a woman business owner to be uh, to have the confidence to listen to your gut, to listen to your instincts, because there are so many outside influences. Um, well, that know, tell us that we shouldn't listen to our gut or our instincts well, sure. or that we, we already, um, what do you call it? Question ourselves. Yeah. Everyone has the secret formula, the magic sauce, the, you know, that they, you know, every day we're bombard- bombarded with, um, you know, opinions and strategies and, you know, and sometimes you just have to list, you have to put blinders on, honestly, and do what is right for your business and just have the, the courage to do that. Yes, that's great. Well, and so um, you're a virtual assistant agency, but what do you feel the problem is that you solve for your clients? We help uh, thriving businesses, uh, particularly business owners who are still very involved in daily operations, but know they need to relieve themselves of them, fire themselves from daily operations, <laughs> if you will, so they can really focus on those the CEO role and the big picture of the growth of their company. So you can't do that when you're burdened down with day-to-day operations that can be done by other people. Uh, we've evolved a bit and now we, we are helping businesses that are a little bit more established than ha- that have teams fulfill roles within their company with remote talent. So we do a little bit of both, but, pr- but our bread and butter is definitely the, the virtual assistant services, uh, traditional virtual assistant services. Okay. Well, that's great. I, I know one of your uh, recent posts in social media is like um, delegation is 
a form of self-care or something. Yeah. Like that. I love that. Yeah. Delegation is self-care for business owners. Yes. I- <laughs> you know, that is so true. And, and my other recent post is you can have it all when you stop doing it all. Yes, I did. I, I totally resonated with me. <laughs> it, it's counterintuitive for most of us who, if you're a business owner, particularly like my kind of business owner that like starts um, with a passion, a skill, whatever, and they bootstrap their business and they are doing everything in the beginning, perfectly appropriate but as they prove themselves and as clients want what they're selling, they're all of a sudden they're doing too much of everything and that doesn't scale and that, you know, you can't keep doing that. So, um, so yeah, you have, it's, it's so natural to do everything in the beginning, but if you don't stop doing it all, then you're going to burn out and you're going to have a business that is not sustainable. Right. Yeah. It burns out with you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and what is one thing your clients really rave about working with Sparent? Oh, well, <laughs> I have to say that our clients love their Sparent VAs. We we spend a lot of time and resources looking for really great virtual talent and vetting them. We spend weeks and weeks vetting our, our Sparents because our clients are so busy. They don't have time to do that. So we are taking that off their plate as well. So we hand select and deliver uh, a custom fit virtual assistant for their needs that will stay with them. And so they can lower their turnover as well as gain back a lot of time and freedom. Yes. I would say that is your, your uh, secret sauces, your hiring process, because, um, you know, having done hiring in the corporate world, I know how much work it is to do it well. And um, it's time consuming. I hired a um, automation person earlier this year. And I think I told you that I was planning it would take like 20 hours of my time. Right. I mean, it seems like it, it is a lot, but I think if you, if you're thinking of it as an investment in order to gain back your time with interest, then it makes that a, that a lot less painful. Yeah. Well, and that's what you got. You do. You have a system that works really well. And I have yeah. used parents. They they are always really talented and um, great work ethic. So it's easy Thank to work you. with them. Thank <laughs> you so much. Well, so tell me what is your lead generation process? And we'll focus on your clients because I know you also, since you're an agency, um, you, you essentially have a lead generation process for your virtual assistants too. I mean, you have two lead generation processes. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, So wise of you to notice that. Well, with clients, I don't know if we're unique, but um, with our with our service industry, we are in a very competitive space. Mm -hmm. So we really rely a lot on the no like and trust factor. Cold leads for us um, are really a waste of time. We really cannot close with any sort of respectable ratio, a cold lead. So for us, um, although there's automation involved in this, we we rely a lot on networking, um, in-person visibility opportunities, uh, such as speaking, podcast interviews. I consider, <laughs> I consider that in the speaking world, yep. sponsoring events where we might be able to be visible to their audience. Um, that sort of thing. So, and, and referrals, we, we want our clients to be so thrilled with our service. They can't not refer us. We have to be so good. They have to refer us. 
So that is the meat of our, our strategy. And if you will, it's, it's a strategy now, but it, we didn't call it a strategy until we, (laughs) you know, we can call it a strategy now, but we actually had to look back at everything we tried in terms of lead generation and what results worked and what worked. And that is what worked. Yeah. Well, and how long has Ferrant been in business? We turned three this month. Oh, are you having a party? We are having a a, kind of a a multifaceted celebration because we're doing a rebrand. We're getting a new website. We're, um, we're, we're launching a couple of things. So it's kind of a, I don't Exciting. know. Exciting. I can't wait day. to see. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be several months of, of celebrating. I mean, three years who, I mean, a toddler business, we're still young. Um, yeah. But in terms of lead generation, yeah, we have to, we have to get to know people. We have to build relationships through a broad spectrum networking. Mm-hmm. And, and for us, that's a lot of virtual networking, not just because of the pandemic, but because we're a virtual agency and we are geographically agnostic. So local networking is great. And we do that, but we really uh, put more effort into a, a virtual environment when it comes to networking. Yeah, that make that makes total sense. Well, and and I'm like you where um, I offer a CRM. There are thousands of CRMs available that people could purchase. And um, I, I also opt for opportunities where I can get in front of people and actually meet them because that that's something that a big CRM company is never going to do. (laughs) Exactly. So um, yeah, that's, that also is my strategy because I feel like there are four different kind of lead gen strategies. One is using ads or driving traffic to something, which Mm -hmm. you don't have, you tried that at all? No, we, we haven't. We have been very just lucky and unfortunate that we we have a, a pretty rich network and our clients have been referring us. So our referral strategy has really been working. So we haven't gone into the paid. Yeah, me neither. I have an organic lead strategy yet. We're yeah. all organic around here. Do you 100%. really do a lot of content marketing? I mean, you, you do posts on social media, but you don't necessarily blogging isn't like your thing. It's going to be our thing though, because with the whole website rebrand, we have some, some great marketing minds on our team with that. And they have really driven home the importance um, of of us doing more blogging. And it makes sense because we want to be considered thought leaders in our Mm -hmm. space with the way we approach delegating and the way we approach work-life balance and, and women and how they they fit into that ecosystem and in a more power, how they can fit into that ecosystem in a more powerful way. Um, so in order to, for that to translate, we do have to do more, more content marketing than we've been doing. We've been a little lazy with that. I'll be honest. <laughs> I mean, you could delegate it. <laughs> we could, we could, you could, we could, but, the, but still the core of that thought leadership, yeah. we have to provide that in order to have somebody take it and run with it. So yeah, it'll it it's on the the plan, you know. Yeah. You know how you have that the three month plan, the six month plan, the you yep. that's all in there. Right. Well, and I do think your social media is is really really awesome. So you you do focus on the events and the networking. Those are kind of the four main kind of lead gen strategies that yeah. I see. Um and with the events, what I've noticed that you're doing a lot more are 
was it SOP easy? SOP easy, yeah. SOP easy. SOP easy. And other, you've got a couple other events that you're promoting. Yeah, we're, um, that was sort of a, a way to diversify our revenue streams mm-hmm. while also answering the needs of our clients or potential clients. So we have SOPZ, which is our half day intensive, and that's just helping business owners, you know, craft and complete their SO, their critical SOPs um, and set them up for writing their, all of their SOPs. Uh, we have D-School, which is our, our annual, like big program, it's five weeks long. And it, it was amazing. I did it. Was, yes, you were in our first D school and we're only making, I mean, it was, that was great. I loved every second of it and we're making it even, we're enhancing it even more. But for that, the business owner that needs to grow and scale and delegation is that cornerstone of that, um, that, that program is for you. And then, you know, we have task mapping. That's for the business. Oh, yeah, that's, another, that is, that's a great, is that one of your kind of more lead gen ones where you bring in yeah. totally new people into Spirit. Yes, that is that is our lead generation program. It's I love it. I, I do it every time we do it because it's a, a great tool for always prioritizing and sifting through all the things that you're doing and making sure you're focusing on the most critical things yourself and you know have a plan for delegating those things that are distracting you from the real things that are going to move the needle on your business. Yeah. Well, it gives you different avenues for people that are not maybe not ready to get a virtual assistant, but know that they need to prepare for it. A lot of people feel like they have to be more organized um, before they, I mean, when they start with a CRM, same thing, or when they, before they start with a virtual assistant, they really, they really do have to have a plan. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, mean, you can't just wake up one day and be like, I'm going to delegate. There is some pre-work involved in the people that try to delegate and fail and then blame it on the person they delegated it to. It's 99.9% of the time, the person wasn't prepared to delegate. Mm-hmm. You know, was, there wasn't a delegation school until I, we created it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so it's not necessarily something that comes natural to people. You shouldn't be ashamed if your first you know, go at delegating failed because that's how you learn. But yeah. Yes. It's a pre-work. Well, I mean, uh, just from the D school that I, when I went through, um, the biggest thing that I walked away with is that I was spending too much time because um, I have two plans. I have the done for you plan where people are paying me at a higher rate and we do their automation or the do it yourself where they're just paying for the CRM and um, we provide training. And I was spending all my time, not all of it, but a lot of my time with the DIYers. And um, when I realized that I essentially delegated to by by creating an on a really robust onboarding process for my DIYers, and I cannot tell you how much time that has recouped for my business. I mean, hours. I'd say at least ten hours a week because I was yeah. scheduling meetings with all these DIYers. And I'm like, they're not paying that is, me. That is not <laughs> a good use of your time. Yeah, not only did you recapture that time, but that time translates into hard dollars. You you instantly made your business more profitable. You lowered your yes your overhead. Um, even if you had to hire somebody like to help with your day to day operations, now they no longer have to help with that, right? Because that's now streamlined. So you've lowered your your labor costs as well. So 
it's amazing. Every business has something like that that can be streamlined, that's you know, sucking away time. Um, <laughs> that can be, you know, automated or mm-hmm. you know, made more efficient. Yeah, that, that was so worth it to me. <laughs> so um, well, what did you do in your lead generation that didn't work? Like what was some of the messiness getting to what did work? <laughs> we're still doing things that don't work. Um, honestly, <laughs> we're not great at at lead generation outside of that networking and referral world. Mm-hmm. So this is where it gets embarrassing. <laughs> because we all do it, I'm sure. This is so bad. So we have a free download on our website. Great. People download it. We get, you know, we get pretty regular downloads. So, and those people get zapped into our CRM. Mm-hmm. And we don't have a welcome series. (gasps) We don't nurture them. You just put them into your newsletter, essentially. Yeah, they go into, I mean, they'll end up in, they'll get into some series eventually that we've got going out to our Mm -hmm. list or whatever, but they don't get a, you know, that personalized immediate experience. We're working on it, but that's been a failure, well, for almost three years now that we have not (laughs) done that. So you know, well, 50% of businesses don't do it either. So you're not alone. Well, and it's such a, it's such a missed opportunity. I'm okay talking about it here because I feel like I've been in business long enough to know that every business, when you look under the hood is a hot mess and ours (laughs) is no different. Right. We're not the worst. I'm sure we do. No, I do have some experience under my belt that I bring to the table, but we're, none of us are perfect. None of us run a perfect, a perfect, uh, you know, perfect operations. So that's one. And then we're still, we actually, um, so along the same lines, we've done free webinars where we haven't had like a nurture series, you know, already made, ready to go. For after. For after. Yeah, the after is always what everyone forgets because you put so much energy getting people in there. (laughs) Into the before. That's the follow-up. The fortune's in the follow-up. The fortune is in the follow-up. Most recently, we had SOPZ, like our first SOPZ, and we we actually hired delegated to a professional copywriter to write our uh, marketing emails, our our nurture Mm -hmm. series for the program. We had it worked. People signed up. Yay! We forgot about the once they register you have to still communicate with them. Like they need the link and they need, you know, and you could also still be talking about other right. things that you do. No, that, that <laughs> no, we did not do that. We forgot. So they got one email with the link that I, Oh, I have to send you your book, the boutique effect. <laughs> because it, it lays out the um, event management steps. And so <laughs> that you will not forget to do this next time, which was the promotion the nurture attendees, the follow-up. Oh yeah. So, right. So we didn't do the, yeah, we didn't do the post-registration stuff. And then, you know, they're now on our email list or whatever they'll, but they didn't get like something specific for them. Mm-hmm. Again, hashtag so missed opportunity, <laughs> hashtag money left on the floor, hashtag fail, 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 but we're learning. We're doing better. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing better. We're doing better. Um, well, how do you, so if, if networking really is one of your main ways of getting business, um, you go to a networking event, mm-hmm. you meet people, mm-hmm. then what is your nurture process then? Is it just that you're so memorable that people I, follow up with you? 
I mean, honesty hour. Yes. I mean, I mean, I mean I'm not, but I, I rely on people. If, if, if I make a connection and people are like, Hey, I'm interested in what you do, or, you know, maybe we can have a strategic strategic partnership or like, we seem like we could be aligned or have similar audiences. Um, I will reach out to people during the, and like, Hey, let's follow up. Let's do something. But I don't have, again, fail. I, I don't have a system like where I automatically like things go out. I haven't, I haven't done that. Uh, well, that's okay. It's okay. You, your business is successful. I think part of it is because, um, I mean, it is a virtual assistant agency. People need that and they yeah. love that it's stay at home mom. So it's a, just a very unique concept. Um, and you do have a great newsletter social media posts. It's so crazy. I mean, despite, well, and this is a good message for entrepreneurs uh, and women, like you can make a lot of mistakes. Like I just listed three, four major mistakes, major ways that I, we, we could have been more successful, grown more, but we still managed to grow. Like, like, I feel like entrepreneurship in a lot of ways is very forgiving of our errors and our, yes. and our mistakes and our failures. Um, and if you're doing some things really well, the things that you don't do so well, um, it, it will balance out in a lot of ways. Yeah. So. Well, I, I agree with, I feel like all of my future clients are in my mailing list right now. Like, um, my, because I have a CRM, people may not be ready for the CRM when I first meet them or, um, they, they need to think about it. They already have something, you know, they don't know, they know they don't love it, but they're not ready to jump. So usually I have to nurture people, stay in touch with them over time. I would say it's like about a six month for me, um, partially why I was, you know, doing a podcast because again, um, it's a great way to stay top of mind. Talking about lead generation is main reason people really use a CRM, um, and so that that's my strategy is the whole, like just staying in touch, but I think, yeah, yeah. I think but the podcast you. is so smart. I was so happy to hear that you were, <laughs> you were doing that. Well, one, it's, it, it's definitely just securing your spot on that, that platform of, you know, uh, you know, the authority in this field. Um, I mean, it really cements you there. Uh, plus I, I get an opportunity to come on because, you know, <laughs> We're business besties. What can I say? Exactly. Um, so, so yeah, it's so smart. And, and that's really it, right? It's like, you don't want people to forget about you. So, okay. So today I closed a client, the CA, closed a client this morning. I had a one-on-one with him. He was like an introduction from another business associate who thought we should meet. I met just a 15 minute one-on-one with him. We figured it out. It was a little over a year ago. Wow. And, but, but he went on my email list. So he's, you know, I've been in touch with him. He's seen stuff I've put on LinkedIn. You know, he hasn't forgotten about me or spare And so we closed him today, but he is absolutely, his company is like our ideal client, exactly the size business that we want to do business with. Um, it's going to be such a great opportunity for us to work with his amazing company. So, but if I had just disappeared, if I, he hadn't been getting my emails, if he ha- hadn't been, we hadn't been, you know, connected in social media. Yeah. Then, um, then that would have, had have been disastrous. So you're exactly right. You have to, 
you know, you have to put yourself in front of your clients. They're not going to come to you. You really literally have to go to them. Yeah. Well, and um, I mean, I know that uh, I appreciate that you're sharing kind of your messy lead generation process. Mm-hmm. Not perfect. <laughs> it's not perfect. <laughs> Everyone has a messy lead generation process, Um, but it is, you know, knowing where you have the gaps and um, working on filling them, which you are, um, and that's all you can do. (laughs) And it's fun, right? It's fun. I I mean, yeah, you you realize where you failed. You're like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe people have been downloading our lead magnets for three years and (laughs) we have just been like, here you go. Have a good life. (laughs) Thanks for stopping by. (laughs) Enjoy working with that other VA agency that followed up, you know. Um, (laughs) But actually, like, you know, you have the opportunity to correct these things and to be creative. And um, I've learned so much from you about the importance of emails. Cause I honestly, I probably went through a period where I was like, email, poo. I don't want to like crap in somebody's inbox, you know, like who wants to do that? But you, you know, I've, you have really converted me um, not only with the value of being in somebody's inbox, but also putting value, how you can put value in their inbox. It does not, you don't have to be pooping in their inbox. Right. You should not be pooping in their inbox. <laughs> right. Well, I, I do think if you, if you have, people want to hear about what you're talking about. That's why they sign up for your lead magnets and you have a unique perspective, especially on um, being, you know, providing virtual assistance. You have focused on, using stay-at-home moms exclusively. And um, you focus also on teaching people how to delegate effectively. I mean, it serves your potential clients and your existing clients to do that well, but also serves your business because then your virtual assistants are happier. You have a great retention of virtual, of your virtual assistants, right? I'm making that up, but I mean, yeah, I we, had a virtual yeah, assistant for a year. Yeah, yeah, we tend to keep them around a while. I mean, we want them to be happy. We want to pay them well. We want to give them rewarding, flexible work during a time when when they need, you know, that flexibility and they still, you know, have those skills and they don't want them to get too rusty. So, um, you know, they're, they, they're coming to us at a time in their lives where it's pretty stable and they kind of know where they're going to be for a little while. So that, that sort of helps in, in uh, lowering that turmoil of, you know, people in and out of the VA world. Um, Well, and it also means that you can, you can say what kind of quality they're going to be receiving because you have the person themselves has a track record of achievement, as my sister-in-law would say, Um, (laughs) working for other clients of yours. So, you know, that they're going to get a great virtual assistant. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They work for us first. Yeah. (laughs) So we yes, that's right. I remember that's part of your hiring process. Yeah, so. they have to work for us. So we get to know them as a virtual assistant pretty intimately before we put them out on assignment. <laughs> well, let's see. Any other um, thoughts or kind of lessons learned of generating leads in your business? Oh, my gosh. You know what? I, In terms of generating leads, I think speaking is has been super shockingly, I don't know if shockingly is the word, but, but surprisingly effective. And for somebody, if you're like me and you're not a naturally gifted speaker, if you're a little shy and introvert and introverted, 
speaking was something that I came to just kicking and screaming. I did not want to do it, (laughs) but I will tell you this, um, C equals clients, meaning I can get a, I can, you can grade me a C on any presentation. I probably, all my presentations are probably C level as in like A, B, C, D, E, F, you know, whatever, like you're (laughs) graded. I would give myself a C on every single presentation. It's not an F, certainly not an A, but C equals clients. I can do a C grade presentation and still get clients. So don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Don't feel like you have to be an amazing speaker. I think you're a great speaker, but I totally understand what you're saying. You're not like flawless and totally scripted. Um, You're sharing great information. I don't have the charisma, the X factor. I don't have it. I don't have it. It's okay. I can't have everything. I have curly hair. I don't have charisma. Um, But the point is you can still get clients without being the best speaker and just learning that lesson and forcing yourself to be, to be out there and, um, and visible, you know, for the, the betterment of your business. It's a good lesson. Yeah. That's a great point. Well, I love that. Cause I like speaking is my, one of my main ones as well. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the behind the scenes of lead generation for you. So what tools are you using? Um, to collect, nurture, and then convert your leads? Well, we were a mess in the tool department. So this is where, you know, I hope this isn't awkward. It probably is a little awkward, but we we do use the Work Smarter CRM, which is your tool. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was introduced to it by you after we met at a networking event and after you you, um, sort of evolved your business into providing this product. Right. And if you remember, I was so at a loss with the tools. I felt like we were trying a bunch of tools. We were on a lot of different free trials. I was so overwhelmed. It seemed like every time we decided on a tool, another shiny new tool, you know, caught our attention. Yes, that is a challenge. Yeah. And so this indecision was actually hurting our business because if you don't, if you're going, switching tools is disruptive and Mm -hmm. just slows everything down has so it's such has such a domino effect on everything. So when we found your tool and we realized, oh, it does this, 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 I mean, it checks so many boxes, all the boxes, really. I, I can't think of anything that it doesn't do that I wish it did. Um, if anything, it's like just rely, you know, relying on humans like me um, <laughs> to understand it. But yeah, it's a great tool. So so we rely tremendously on it. Yeah. That's where all of our contacts go, um, you know, where we segment them into smart, what we call smart lists and how we can, you know, have these workflows that are timed appropriately and are triggered appropriately so that people are getting things. We get so many compliments on our systems, like our emails. Well, you're our- just, you're, you use it a lot in your actual conversion process where, you know, they yeah. schedule a discovery call to when they sign up as a client. Yes. Right. And that saved us talking about onboarding. I mean, that saved us so much time and energy, <laughs> like just having all of the onboarding process automated, looking professional. It makes us look good being a virtual uh, service. We want to look good on that on the technical virtual um, side. And so it makes us look good to Mm -hmm. our clients, which gives them confidence in us as a company. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they sign, they sign our customer service agreement while we're on the onboarding call. And, be, you know, two seconds later, it's in their inbox, you know, a copy of it. So, and they're like, oh, like, you know, they think it's like magic. I'm just like, oh, it's not magic. It's a CRM. <gasps> well, like, and how were you doing that before you had that, when you had more of a hodgepodge of tools? Oh, what did that I, look like? It was a hodgepodge. It was... <laughs> It was, I don't know. It was, we were doing everything manually. So we were, um, gosh, we would have to email them the PDF of the, of the customer service agreement. And then we would have them open it. And oh, it was so. And you'd and walk them through it, right? Walk them through it. Everything was clunky. It was not smooth. There was a lot of room for mistakes and errors because if we forgot to do something in that entire unautomated process, which it's so easy to do, then that would have future right. repercussions. Well, you, you have a co-founder, so yes, sorry, which is awesome on the one hand, but you guys are then also having to coordinate a lot of handing off of information and stuff so that that yeah. worked. Yeah. yeah. So now that's just completely eliminated. All that chaos is gone and it's now we don't have to think about it. It's just, it just, everything gets done. <laughs> awesome. So you can use the work smarter CRM or, or any other, I think an all-in-one tool to me is that's what um, she's talking about is better than um, for a, a small business like ours where um, you don't have the expertise and people to be specialized in a bunch of other tools. Yeah. I think that is true. Yeah. It was a good solution for us. I, you know, I have a lot, I have some business friends in my network. Um, it seems like more and more are using the work smarter CRM. <laughs> it used to be in the beginning, people were like, what, what is that? I want to hear about it. But now people are like, oh yeah, I'm signing up next week or, oh yeah, I've been on it. I love it. You know? So it's like, we're like turning into this, like work smarter you know, fan club. The cadre of work smarter CRM. Right. It's very rock and roll in the digital tool world. It's very punk rock. Right. Well, um, how can people stay in touch with you? Easy. So easy. I'm all, I'm all over the internet. Um, You know, I still monitor um, all of our communications on our social channels and you can reach us on any social channel at Sparent Co. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's because our website is uh, www.sparent.co. And then uh, my email, uh, I still am monitoring my own email box, although I'm thinking about getting an assistant to help with that, but it's jennifer at sparent.co. So reach out to me. Anyone who emails me, I will give you a free entry into our task mapping workshop. We do uh, every great. month. Mm-hmm. If you are having a hard time deciding what to focus on as a CEO, this workshop will definitely get you on the right path and give you the tools to always be able to evaluate what you're working on and what deserves your attention. So it's a really great, great workshop because it has residual value. Yes, it does. Awesome. And so you said any social media, but do you have a a favorite social media platform that they should check you out on? Uh, Well, we just started TikToking. Is that how how the kids say it? TikToking? Uh, Are you doing that? No, I'm, I'm the worst. I'm the worst at TikTok, um, but we've challenged ourselves to be on that platform. So Sparent Co. on TikTok, and then we're probably the most active on, on Instagram, and, and you can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook. I don't know. They're, they're all, we're kind of spread pretty evenly with the, the only all one right. we, we ignore is Twitter. Yeah. We're not so great with that one. 
Uh, yeah, me neither. I, I just, I looked myself up and it's the third one that comes up and I swear I rarely ever uh, do anything on Twitter. So I gotta, I gotta figure out how to get rid of that. <laughs> it's so yeah, Twitter does really well in SEO for some reason. I, I can't, I can't decide if I should just stop, just give it up completely or get back into the Twitter game. I have not decided yet. Mm, I was never in the Twitter game. So I don't even know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, Jennifer, for talking to us about your lead generation system and all the messiness that's in there. Um, I I love the message that, you know, just get in there and do it and um, you will still be successful and you can continue to add improvements into your system, which will, you know, reap you even more benefits. So um, if you love this episode of Lunch and Legion, uh, be sure to follow us on luncheonlegion.com to join the conversation. Um, the show notes will be there and I will include all of the links to Jennifer and Sparon to stay connected. And you can discover our fantastic bonus content, which is a, a Lead Gen 101 guide that kind of talks through the basics of creating your strategy and the whole system. So thank you very much. Thanks, Mary Sue. You're welcome. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.